Are you looking for a community of women who are ready to have an open conversation about their self-doubt journey, how they're showing up despite their negative self-talk, all while having brunch and sipping mimosas? Then join us Saturday, November 20th at Camp Spaces from 12 to 2.30 p.m. for Slang Self-Doubt's first live event called Community and Conversations. Limited tickets are on sale now. You can head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com click the events tab to get your ticket today hope to see you there you're listening to the slang self-doubt podcast with coach felicia where we empower black women to overcome their doubts fears and insecurities in order to give birth to their god-given purpose join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone i'm felicia wallace and together we will find our fears and slay them Hey y'all, it's your girl, Coach Felicia. This is part three of the Obedience is My Responsibility series with Keeley Carter. It's called Submitting to God and His Word. We made it to another Thursday. We are in week three of this series. Um, I was just saying, Keeley, before you got on that, this thing has been stretching me. Like, I, I and I promise you every single time we do this or I record for the podcast, I'd be like, God was so intentional about doing this series at this time, right now, like right now, right now. So um, I don't know how you've been feeling since we've been doing these these last uh, two weeks or three weeks. It's the third week, right? Yes, the third week. (laughs) So it's definitely been striking me. um, And like, I think you just said, like, there's stuff that I need to do. And Mm -hmm. I, I think he's bringing the awareness of that through this. Um, and of course it's, you know, it's a personal thing, but it's just like, okay, I'm stretching you out of your comfort zone. I, I want you to, because first and foremost, <laughs> for him to give you me was a reason in itself. Yes. It was just like, okay, I'm going to be obedient to that part. And it's stretching me to have the conversation, but also analyze bits and pieces of my life. My, my lifestyle mm-hmm. and it's hard <laughs> yeah listen it hasn't and i even today so i wrote today i recorded for those of you all who are waiting for sunday so uh, for sunday's fourth episode i'm um I, so I recorded today but i say like i'm grateful that you said yes right because i was being obedient in asking you to do this with me without even knowing what it was going to look like without even knowing like i was like uh what are we supposed to talk about? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what we're supposed to be talking about. And for you know, even for it to just like continue to happen. But I was like, had you not said yes, I probably wouldn't have done it. <laughs> like, and that was like the truth. I would have been like, well, she said no. Nah, don't nobody. Don't nobody else know but me, right? And so I would have just been like, Lord, I'll do something else. Let me do something else. But it's something about today. I heard something in a clubhouse room about how we be trying to skip over certain things that he calling us to do. Like, well, what else can I do? If I don't do that, can is there is there option B? <laughs> like, <laughs> can I get behind behind door number two? <laughs> Like, what else? you know what? If I do this though, and it's like, nah, I'm still not satisfied. <laughs> and, and 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 what did we say the last time? Like, you keep learning the same lesson over. So the thing would have would have happened is that by me not being obedient and not doing this, regardless of what your response would have been, I would have had to still I would have still been in the same place, right? And I would have been having to learn this lesson at a completely different time, and it probably would have been way worse or yep. whatever but praise the lord we was obedient this time the first time <laughs> um so y'all if you have been um, either listening to the podcast or watching these lives thank you so much for joining us every week um wherever it is i'm glad that you guys are showing up i hope something is resonating with y'all i hope y'all are getting something out of this and like we were just saying that this has really been I, it's intentional. Like God is intentional about everything he does. So, um, but if this is your first time, we are talking about obedience being our responsibility. Um, and so the definition of obedience from Holloman's Illustrated Bible Dictionary is to hear God's word and act accordingly. Biblical obedience to God means to hear, trust, submit, and surrender to God and his word. Um, 
We talked about hearing two weeks ago. Last week, we talked about trust. And as this just keeps going on, it just be like, <laughs> okay. Um, so today, we're going to talk about um, submitting, right? And I was struggling, right? Because I was just like, I don't even like... First of all, let me just be honest. First of all, when anybody ever hear the word submit, they immediately think about marriage, right? And they immediately think about (laughs) and you be you be like, submit to who? Like and what? (laughs) I was about to say that that's a hard word for people to hear. As soon as they hear it, it's like uh, just what you just said, like going they going related to marriage, it's gonna be like submit to who? Is he worth submitted to? It's if if it's a good leader, I'll be I'll submit. I don't have a problem submitting. Exactly. And that was the whole word in itself when I was that, that, about it. And I was just like, we gonna go there tonight. We're going to go there tonight. <laughs> yeah, we are, because as I was thinking, like for me, that was the first thing I thought of. And I was like, well, I don't even know. What does that have to do with anything? Because the, the, unfortunately, sometimes the context we hear it is always when it comes to people, right? But even in that scripture, it first says to husbands submit to God. Like, that, you still got to start there, right? So regardless of the, you know, in, in a context of marriage, yes you know, a husband is to submit to God and a wife is to submit to their husband. But it's still, a, it's still a, what, a hierarchy? That's right. Yep. Yeah, a hierarchy. There you go. See. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, the chain of company. Yeah, but it starts, either way, it starts with him. It doesn't start with your, 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 your husband. It starts with God. So, you know, that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. That ain't, that ain't my ministry. We talking about this today. Okay. Um, so when I was thinking about, when I went to go look up like a scripture that talked about, um, submitting to God, I, what actually came up was, um, James 4, 7. Um, but then I went back and was like, okay, let me read all of it. So James 4, 6 and 7 says, but he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, I'm sure that's a whole story in itself in that part of James, but we're going to use it specifically for today. And the three ways of practicing submitting to God. Now, in all that we have talked about and all the things that we do, I want to like really like I want you to hear that the, the, the main word is practice. It ain't just going to come. It ain't just going to be, it's, you have to, you got to do it every day, right? And so this submission is a whole, it's the same thing like trust, where we was like clutching our pearls, right? Like, oh Lord, I can, I'm about to, do, <laughs> I'm about to do this. But this submission thing definitely, um, it's a stretch, right? So how I broke it down was these three ways. So the first way is, to humble yourself and knowing that God is greater than you. And you know, I usually have a question, right? I got so stuck on humble yourself. I was like, Lord, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. It's the hardest thing. And it's what he says. Is if, if you will humble thyself, like, I will heal everything. I will make everything possible. I need y'all to humble yourself to me. Like, that's it. So I guess it, it, it is. And so what would be, I guess, because again, it's this, this part is blank, right? So I guess in, in this present state of me trying to think of a question for you, like, what does that look like for you? Like, what does that look like? You know, because so one of the things is that we hear like, well, if you say you, you know, if you say you humble, then you really ain't humble, right? right? But we're not talking about that type of humbling or humility, but it's literally having, like, is when we talked about reverence, right, and, and worshiping, but understanding that He is above you, He is your authority. Um, so, what in what ways do you, I guess, kind of get to that place of having to humble yourself, or even having the Lord to humble you <laughs> that's what i was about to say sometimes he has to humble me and by just showing me like none of this will be possible none of this you wouldn't be here if it was not for me and so a lot of people i guess you know they don't they don't necessarily think of it that way and that's why it comes to that relationship again that your personal yeah. relationship with god 
looking back at your, at his track history through your life and understanding that you know what I would not have the things that I have I would not be the person I am I would not you know be able to do the things that I do without God like yeah. he's literally building upon my story he's literally giving me chance after chance after chance so how can I not humble myself and it's hard because a lot of us think like we know everything um, <laughs> this is my vision is my vision. Everybody's like, I got a vision. You ain't got no vision. If, if God didn't give you the vision, then I don't know what to And I haven't I... been that person. Like, you know, y'all, thank y'all for so, supporting my vision. Like, it ain't my vision. It ain't too late. Mm-hmm. Stuff. It didn't come out of thin air. It came out mm-hmm. of somewhere. And so I think it's really just putting me aside and understanding, like you said, that higher calling, that higher authority. Like, I, this is just I'm giving this like preacher's wife I'm giving this temporary body to be here temporarily to serve a purpose of what he wants me to do yeah yeah <laughs> and and you know what was interesting about it is that when I was when I thought about it and I said um you know humbling yourself being that that kind of being like the first thing that you do it makes sense right because um you got to, even in the Bible, it says, like, you got to die to your flesh, die to the things that you want and that you think that you need or whatever your desires are, right? Like, God is asking us to remove those things that we we think we need. Because if you believe in the fact that he has, um, and you said last week or maybe the week before last about uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that if he knows the plans for you and to prosper you, then you have to submit to what his plans are. Like you can't, that's like building a building, right? I mean, you have an architect, an engineer, the person who does all the work. And then you come to the meeting, you be like, well, the door should be on the ceiling. Like, uh, <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> and, also, and it also says, you know, before you were formed in your, mo- in your mother's womb, I knew you. So yeah. I- before my mom knew me, before anybody knew me, God knew me. Like he, yeah. he intentionally designed me. So how could I not? It's it's kind of how could he's our maker. Like if you think of it that way, this is the person that made me. He understands everything about me. He knows everything about me. So how could I go wrong with trusting him? With yeah, myself to him. It's it's <laughs> it goes back to that personal relationship. I think everything. Yeah, goes back to that personal relationship. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I also think something that just came up to me was that um, when we're not being obedient, when we're being disobedient and we're walking, I don't know how you walking, when we're doing whatever we want to do, there that is the time where he will humble you, right? Because sometimes we get so big-headed about certain things. He'd be like, okay, so I see what I need to do. I need to sit you down right now. And then you'd be like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> And he'd be like, uh uh-uh. uh. And you find, and I've had, I found myself in plenty of situations where I've been sat down, like, because you're doing too much in your own strength and things aren't working out. And you are continually like, I- I'm trying, but you just, you hitting a wall, right? Like, you're not, it's like, uh, like you, it's just you running against that current because in order to submit to him and to be in obedience, he has to be leading you. So then that means you try to lead yourself and you don't even see the vision. Like he's giving you, and most of us who has, I would, I would assume, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I think, I don't know for sure, but um, most of us who've seen or had a vision from God and God has told us, this is kind of where your life is going. I can guarantee you, he gave you one part that you ain't seen yet. You don't know how you're getting there. You don't know which direction you're going in. So you can't lead yourself. That doesn't even work. It, what do you say? The blind leading the blind or whatever have you. Like, you can't lead yourself. So in order for you to really be in obedience with him, you legit have to submit all of yourself to him and, like, humble yourself to be like, Lord, I don't even know. I have, And I find myself being, I'd be like, I don't even know where I'm going. I don't know. This GPS ain't working. She don't know where she going. I'm following her. <laughs> he don't know where he going. I'm following him. Then you end up at somebody else's house. Like, how? Exactly. How do we get here? Something <laughs> where you have no business. <laughs> no business whatsoever. So, um, 
The next thing was, which was a struggle, because I feel like we talked about this just last last week. Um, but in submitting to God, as I was reading some things, was really about his grace, right? And I think a lot of times, sometimes, and, and this is even, um, you know, y'all know that we be transparent on here. So one of the things that as I was doing this assignment this week was really, I was really struggling because I was feeling like, just kind of disappointed in some other things. And I felt like, you know, some things that I, I I had control over, I wasn't really being fully obedient and really giving myself. And, you know, when we talk about sometimes this obedience thing, we we forget that you, you're going to get off track, right? And in, 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 in talking about having a relationship with him, um, the second part to submit to him is asking for forgiveness and asking for God to forgive us for being disobedient, for following somebody else, for trying to do it ourselves. And I think a lot of times that delays us as well because we ain't trying, we, we're afraid of what the response might be or we're afraid that we ain't going to get no, you know, nothing's going to change if we, if, we, if we actually say, ask God for forgiveness. So do you find it difficult to ask for forgiveness from God? I don't. Um... Because, like you said, that grace and that mercy is sufficient. His grace and mercy is sufficient. Um, and he's shown me time and time again that no matter how much I mis- I make mistakes, no matter how bad that I think I'm doing, no matter how bad I think that I can't come back from a situation, like God is always there waiting, for open, waiting with open arms. And um, I remember my pastor used to say, like, forgiveness is like asking God, you know, to forgive you and you know you may you may or may not like backtrack or whatever right asking for repenting for a sin is you know really being intentional that i'm not going to do this again yeah so i used to get scared to repent or use the word repent because i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna do it again (laughs) but you know (laughs) but even in that, I've know I've known because I've done it. Like the words, that's that's again him knowing your heart and not the words you say. So yeah. I see it, and I'm nervous and I'm afraid. And if when it happened again, I'm like, oh Lord, like, like just thinking the worst thing. Like I'm doing it again. This part, <laughs> like, you be like, it's oh, me again, I- Lord, in the same spot that I was at last week. <laughs> that's a great you know what that's a, a big part of it right because forgiveness is one thing repentance is change right that's a change of behavior you know what i'm saying it's not because we say you can forgive you can ask for forgiveness but does that mean you're really going to change your behavior like that that's where the difference comes in with no action right, right. exactly sorry 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 because i tell my kids that all the time especially hunter i'm like you can't keep saying sorry if you just want to do it again. Right. So I understand that. And I think, yeah. that, I think, like I said, God be speaking to me through motherhood a lot because he's like, well, then you keep saying sorry and I keep forgiving you. So, Child. Now, listen, <laughs> you ain't the only one that get their messages through motherhood and kids be saying stuff and you be like, oh, okay then. I see what you just did. <laughs> you be like, you ain't have to use him like that. Like you could have, you could have told me in, during my quiet time. <laughs> Cause then you at a point where you like, I don't even know what to say. Now I got to get the baby grace, even though they wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I definitely think that that is uh, like ha- understanding the repentance part and not making the same mistake. So when, so what do you, how is it that you ensure that you are intentional about not repeating the same, the same thing that you're asking for forgiveness from and to be delivered from, depending on what it is. I've been delivered. <laughs> <laughs> but I really think I really think that's when the conviction comes in. So once you start to feel like that's mm. you know it feels wrong, that's when you know you've made progress. If that makes sense. Because yeah. you know, we used to be like, I'm gonna do it again. I'm doing it again. 
Now I don't really care about it. Right. Saying that again, that personal relationship it is how people say um, a man will change for who he wants to change for, or something. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, this person, I didn't mind doing stuff to them over and over and over again because you know it just it just wasn't there. It was it was never there. But right. Like with my husband, I know if I do something wrong, it makes me feel bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a love for him. I have a respect for him. I'm submitted to him. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. It's just that different relationship. So when you have that different and personal relationship with God, it's like I don't want to disappoint God. I don't yeah. want to have. I don't want to, you know, feel like I'm. I'm not living up to what God has called me to live up to. So mm. that conviction comes, and it it really be like. He like, all right, you have to get yourself together. Like, he didn't give you time after time after time. So I think once you once you begin to have that conviction in your heart, that's when you know that, oh, I'm going to ch- change. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, but that is so true. Like, that is, it definitely is. And, it, you know, I think if you think about it, I think I said last week, like, you know, you know how you, you just go, go back to the altar and you'd be like, okay, I'm going back this week. You know, there's a period of time, if we all be honest, between like 18 and maybe like 25, every Sunday you was giving your life to Christ again, right? Because you was just like, I'm just, I, but then it got to a point and uh, yes, mother and for life says conviction through the Holy Spirit. It got to a point where you you wanted you wanted you wanted it right and because you wanted it you were paying attention to those promptings you were paying attention to those feelings paying attention to the holy spirit telling you no we're not doing that no this isn't the right thing and i think that we have to be honest about whether or not we're always listening and we're connected to that um oh wait a minute Kila. can y'all see me Oh, wait, I think she just. Now, where did they go? Hold on, y'all. All right, hold on, y'all. I think the. Let's try this again. Is she back? Oh, okay, y'all. She frozen. I was like. Oh, there she go. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, look, I was talking, I said, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> it just like froze. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but I was saying that um, when you having that conviction, like if we're all being honest, there's times when we're doing stuff and we feel the Holy Spirit telling us like that ain't the right thing to do. Or like last week when we talked about the prompting to do something, right? Because all of this is about when we talk about obedience, you even if you put it into the human form, right? And you're we're talking about obedience to God, it's the same thing. Like if you use your kids for an example, we want our kids to honor us. We want them to listen to us. We want to see that they will do what it is that we we ask them to do. And that is shown by how they show up, right? You can hear me all day, but if I got to keep calling your name to come up these steps and clean this kitchen, yes. and then we gonna have some problems, right? <laughs> we gonna have some problems. But it, so for us, it's like, we hear it, but we choose to ignore it. We choose to ignore the, the conviction. And we say, because... I wasn't finished yet. I wasn't finished doing what I needed to do. I needed, I wanted more time. I needed you because we gave into ourselves. And I think that when we are really trying to, um, for me anyway, like being obedient and really trying to walk this faith walk and this purposeful living life out, um, I'm not willing to risk it no more. No. And I think you just got to get to a point where you like, it ain't worth it to me. Like, because I've seen what it is that he wants me to do and I know what is connected to me and not doing it is not just about me. That means that whatever legacy I'm supposed to, that is coming behind me does not happen. So when you are not being obedient, it's not, you don't, you, you may not suffer the consequences, but your children may, your children's children may, the women and the men that you're supposed to impact may. And that, I think some of that also, that submission comes from, 
like not being selfish, right? Because even if we talk about in marriage, you know, submission comes from not being selfish too, because you gotta listen to your partner. <laughs> and it's it's given like they say submission is like giving that consent to like another person or giving mm. that to an, another authority. And when you look at, at God as like the authority, and I was listening to you when you was talking about the kids again because yesterday I made a post which was funny, like uh, do we ever think like I'm really out? I'm really somebody's mother. Right. So we think about our kids; they legit have to have a trust in us. They're, mm. they're they're trusting us to lead and guide them without without knowing that we know everything. Yes, so, yes. And I, when you think about that, it's so hard because I know, like with Hunter, he's always asking questions. He's so inquisitive. He wants to know why, 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 why. And sometimes I get frustrated, and I'm like. You know what, Hunter, like, understand you don't know everything. And, <laughs> you know, like, I've been here before. And it's the same thing with God with us. Like, Keele, you don't know everything. Yeah, yeah. I know the plans I have for you. I've been here before. I know the vision that I have for your life. Yeah. So sit down and listen. Yes. And so, it's so easy for us to do that as humans and to talk to humans. But when it comes to God checking us, it's mm. like, <laughs> we know that by no red. <laughs> yes, and and you know when you said that, that made me think of a time where uh, we went to Disney World. My when my son, my oldest son CJ was probably about six or seven. He's like super like he inquisitive, but he need to know ahead of time what's about to happen and and all the steps in between. And we're getting ready to get on this ride. It was kind of dark. And so at that point, he was still at the age where he wasn't, he just like, well, why are we going into this dark space? But it was like, I think it was Harry Potter or something. So I'm like, he's seen the movies. Like, you would think that would be enough for excitement. And it got, like, we were, in, you know, in Florida, hot as I don't know what. The line is ridiculous. And he's like, I mean, he's literally freaking out. And I'm sitting here like, dude, like, it's okay. I started to get frustrated, right? And I was just like, look, I don't know. I've, I've never I've never been here either. Last time I was here, I was 12. Like, they didn't even have Harry Potter. I, I don't even know. I think I was, like, I'm just like, I had no idea. But in that moment, I was like, when you are with us, you are safe. When you are with us, trust. I don't care what the situation is. We will never let anything happen to you. So even if we are unsure, of what is to come and I can't give you all the details know that no matter what I got you I was in that line and I said well dang Jesus you just want to tell me you want to tell me in this line and I was like when you put it into that it's like you want your kids to trust you and have an unconditional trust and a uh like that you want them to have the faith in you that you are going to leave them but yet the person who created us all, we like, so what all you doing? Knowing, all <laughs> knowing. Like, we talking about, we don't know it, but just trust us. But he's all knowing. And we like. And we like, so if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so can we get, can I get what happens on day one? Can I get, can I get what, can I get a commercial? Like, you hi, hi. like we want to know all the things, but yet when, and, and the thing about it is God entrusted us with these children. Right. And so as you talk about how so we don't even know the plans for them. But what we're confident in is that he gave them to us. Right. And so that means he trusted us enough to guide them, which still is like a it's still it's still that hierarchy and that uh, that that uh, that connection. Right. And so it's like we have to have the same trust in our father as we're asking our kids to have trust in their earthly parent. Like and that's a. And we know we ain't perfect. We know we don't got it together. At all. And, and sis, when you said, um, when you said your son was questioning, it just popped in my head when you said, um, somebody just said a movie trailer. When you said that, uh, you told him, when you, in your head, you was like, well, it's Harry Potter. He's seen the movie. So he kind of know like what's going to happen. That's just us. We have a whole movie trailer of our life. Like, yes. we've seen God bring us out time and time again. We've mm -hmm. seen him save us. We've seen him keep us. We've seen him provide for us when we, we, we knew we couldn't make it. Like, yeah. protect us from things that we knew we should have been, been dead and gone. We should have been hurt somewhere in a hospital. Whatever. We've seen this. And so 
God's like, you seen what I can do. So you seen the you seen the movie. So uh-huh. you know what to expect from me. So why do you keep questioning me when I've continuously showed you over and over and over and over again? Like Which is why this is practice, right? Because the thing about it is, is that the same way our kids, as they grow up and they mature, like when I started um, small group, we had to go through this, uh, set, this like coaching sessions of um, what what people's faith would look like. So whether or not you a babe in Christ, a youth in Christ, a young adult and an, a mature adult. So I, I can't remember exactly what it was, right? And so it was different variables of like, you know, if you're a babe in Christ, you may still have a lot of questions about, you know, your faith and getting saved and all that. Like, so you kind of level up. And it's the same thing with our kids. When they babies, they can't even ask no questions. We They driving with us, riding with us, eating whatever we put in their mouth. Like, <laughs> no matter what we they, they have no say-so. No say-so whatsoever. They just like, I'm here, right? And then as they get older and they learn a little bit more and they know a little bit more, that's when the question, because they, they're seeing, right? They're seeing what's happening in other people's houses. They're seeing what's happening on TV and they have all this influence from other things and other people. And then they start to question us and be like, well, so-and-so did such a, and you'd be like, what? I don't care who mother that. I ain't their mother, right? <laughs> And that's when they start talking back. And that's now we find ourselves talking back. Like, Lord, I know, but. And it's, it's like, it's not a but. It's nothing but but God. Right. <laughs> but God. <laughs> Period. Period. That is it. Period. Yes. Um, so Bree says um, in the Bible study, we talked about God's track record. She's in my small group. And it's crazy how we forget all the time, especially we, we in the middle of it. Like when you are in the middle of your storm or you're in the middle of that testing season and that pruning season we forget all of the things that happen because right we're so focused on us and so i think even in this obedience thing that's the reason why it's important for us to um like i try to make sure that i write down my wins in a journal for when i get you know discouraged and i get like oh lord this is happening (laughs) i don't know what's going on this isn't going right and it's like Okay, guess what? Ten years ago, you prayed for you to get out of this situation, and I did it. Two years ago, you prayed for this, and I did it. You know, yesterday, you prayed that you you hit a green light all the way down the road because you was running late for an appointment. And what happened? You got there on time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, even those little things, he, he shows up. And so when we forget that he, it's just when you're in that space of, and I think even with this, like, that may be a time that you do have to resubmit, right? That's why we talk about this being a practice of saying, like, God, I know you know better for me. I know that in this moment, I'm overthinking it. I'm getting over when I am showing up. And so I, I've said to y'all before, like, I'd be like, God, show me me. What do I need? To, where do I need to remove myself? What is it that I need to do? Because it has nothing to do with anybody else. We said that. In the first week, this is your relationship. This is your walk. This is your purpose. It is your obedience. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. It don't have nothing to do with nobody else. Not a Nathan, nothing. And so, um, yeah, we we definitely have to keep a record of what it is that he does because we get amnesia real quick when we stress out. You know what I'm saying? Then then we run that list and we be like, oh, yeah, he got this. This ain't even and, this, this light work right here for it's real light work. and it's like when you said the word practice i also threw the word choosing in there because mm. like, you have to choose to want to do his will and that's what he said we have a choice we yeah have to follow him or not and so it's that it's that choosing god for me like mm. you know god like i'm i'm choosing like you said i don't got time for play play no more what's that song right the problem never comes if tomorrow tomorrow is not promised and people yeah. throw that sentence out so lightly we use it so lightly when it comes to like human emotions but tomorrow really may not come nobody knows we and we trust god that you know i i want to wake up tomorrow you know but i don't know if i'm gonna wake up tomorrow so i've gotten to the point now like you said i don't have time to for play play no more yeah I don't have time to be ashamed of my story i don't have time to hold back because somebody else is 
feelings. Like I have to be obedient. Again, my <laughs> obedience is my responsibility. Yeah. I don't be obedient to what I'm supposed to be doing here because I'm not here for a permanent time. I'm here temporarily to get a job done at the end of the day. And God is my boss. Yeah, that I mean that's fact. <laughs> and you know, when you said that, it made me think about um I've heard this several times in different sermons from different people of saying that like some people, their worst fear is to die without fulfilling their purpose. How many people have gone and not fulfilled their purpose? Not because their life was cut short by anybody else, but just because they didn't do it. Just because they were scared. Just because they was worried about what somebody was going to say. And I think once we get over ourselves, get over yourself, you're, you're like, it's one of the things where you're just like, it's not, this is hopping a little bit only because I just did this today. But like thinking about what we're going to talk about next week um, is like, it's not just about you. Remember I said earlier, it's about your legacy and the, and, and the, and it's not just about your children. A lot of times we think our kids be all right. Even if I don't do this, you don't know who you are connected to. He ain't giving you that. He not giving you all that information. So you have no idea the opportunities that you are, you have no idea the opportunities you are choosing to walk away from by not being obedient. Because that's on you. If yep. he gave you an opportunity and you was like, no, nah, I'm not. Like I said earlier at the beginning of this, I could have, if Keele had said no, I probably would have been like, oh, I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to ask nobody else. But how does that, that doesn't serve the people that God called me to impact. It don't serve the people that I that I'm that I'm that I'm assigned to, right? Because then I made it about me. And if this is his thing and it's his purpose for my life, then it needs to you need to do it anyway. You tell your kids like you don't care if they don't feel like cleaning up. Do it anyway. Cause I you ate so. <laughs> I said so, right? You ate here, right? You you're you're reaping the benefit uh, of my of my uh of my provision, right? So you got to do your part. We we reaping the benefit of him blessing us. You want him to continue to bless you and you want him to continue to show up. But when he asks you to put something on the line, you like, oh, no, I'm good. That, I'm, just, got real. that just got real. I don't think I ever thought of it that way because like, you know, that's the famous parent line. Like, what you mean? I'm I'm feeding you. I don't got to feed you. I'm putting a mm-hmm. book in bed. I'm providing for you. And God can tell us the same thing. I'm he feeding tell you. Us I don't got to mm-hmm. I'm providing a roof over your head. I'm protecting you. Like, I'm showing up for you day after day. So what you mean you're not going to do what I said? Girl! (laughs) (laughs) And listen, all the time I tell you, this stuff be for me too. Because the reality is that that's what we forget. We forget that he is a just God. We forget. We know that he's grace. You know, he gives us grace and he gives us mercy. And and it's almost like you, uh, like we taking advantage of his kindness. We're taking advantage of his grace, right? Because at the end of the day, we know he's going to do it. But he's asking us to give a little bit. Like now he asks, like we out here having to sacrifice our kids. Like we not out here having to do like, he's literally asking you to open your mouth, write the book, share your story. Accept the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is, start the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, go into, you know, stretch yourself beyond your limitations, you know? And I think that it is not an easy thing. Like I say, it really isn't, because clearly, (laughs) we would not be having this conversation if I was doing it on a consistent basis. But once you know better, you have to do better. And I think that is the the biggest thing for all of us to take away from this is that, like, this is your opportunity. There was a reason why he told us to talk about this now. It's a reason why he put us in this season at this the middle of the year when right before everything about to open up, right before, you know, we about to get everything about to kind of go back to normal it's, it's, it really is a place for you to reset and be like, okay, am I going to go back to the way things were in February of 2020? Am I going to show up differently? Because throughout this season and throughout this time where I had this long extended pause, God pulled some things into me. And so am I still going to be obedient? Because this third thing, oh, you just going to wait, wait for it now. This third thing in submitting is 
being able to say no to the things that are not from and of God. And I literally, oh God, (laughs) when you you was talking, I literally was like, wow, because I kept saying that, like, God had a purpose for 2020. He set us down for a reason. He took away the distractions for a reason. He had us purged for a reason, whether it was relationships, whether it was personal, you know, uh, traits of ourselves. He had us sit down and depend fully on him. Like, Mm -hmm. you didn't know if you left your house, you didn't know if, you know, you was going to contract the the, the COVID uh, or whatever. You didn't know. You were, we were just like nervous. We were scared. We were, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be obedient and stay in the house. Yeah. So when you just said, (laughs) saying no to the things that are not, now with this whole world, outside world, and I just went back to, you know, when things are taken away from you, it's easy. So when, when you were a child, when you were grounded, you couldn't go nowhere. Your phone was taken. Your TV was taken. It was easy to study. It was easy yeah. to remember, yeah. read that book. It was mm-hmm. easy to things that your parents wanted you to do because you wanted to get those things back. And so when you just said that, it made me think of that because, like, we was grounded last year. Like, like... He took away our stuff. Like, I can't go out with my friends. I can't do this. I can't do that. But he was, it was easy for me to focus on my word. It was easy mm-hmm. to develop that prayer life. It was easy for me to develop that relationship with him because, you know what, God? Like, I see what you have me sitting here for. But now the outside is opening up and the distractions are back. I have to choose to say no. And that is that is when he's testing us. And like you said, this, this whole alignment with the timing, that just hit me real hard because mm-hmm. now the distractions are back. Now my friends are back. I can go back outside again. I can do these things, but now God is like, are you still going to study my word? Are you still yeah. going to grow up in your prayer life? Are you still going, you know, have those intimate conversations that make time mm-hmm. for like on last year? Good God, Felicia! <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I, I don't want to. <laughs> All I do is I just ask the Holy Spirit, like, what you want, me, what you want us to talk about, and I just write it down. But that that was what came up, saying no. And um, the question I was going to ask you is whether or not you do you feel guilty for having to say no. And this is the reason why it's timely, right? Because again, when we're talking about obedience, it's about you and what it is that. God has for you, right? And so last week I shared the whole thing about me giving up drinking um, for that period of time and having to share, be honest and share that with my friends. I didn't have to say it. I could have said anything. I could have just said I didn't want to go, right? Like, but in that moment, it was me saying that, no, I'm taking this seriously. I am doing this for a purpose. Um, and like, this is this is what I'm going to do. But you brought up a great point of that, like, now we're in a season after everything was taken away from us and we had no choice and we and he got the closest he's ever gotten with each of us who allowed him to be in now what you going to do now 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 what are you going to do when he says you know if he put that gives you that prompting to say i'm gonna need you to take a break from brunches I'm going to need you to leave that relationship. I'm going to need you to, because the other part is, is that, again, everybody's not on the same path as us, right? And so because they're not, are, do you have the discernment to be able to say like, but that's my friend, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or whatever the case may be when you're in this place when God is saying, no, I need you. I think Who are you going to choose? Y'all forgive my, my janky flight tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Child, don't worry about it. But um, I think I've gotten better with understanding, and we we talked about this, understanding um, that my purpose is my purpose. And my Mm -hmm. this whole thing is called my obedience is my responsibility. And I know for me, in the past, I've struggled with, I'm trying to say this in the right way. I'm just going to say it. I've struggled, yeah, with, I've struggled with people not being comfortable with my growth or people not mm. being comfortable with, with my change. And so it became hard because, oh, even now, like, 
like I said, when you asked how this was stretching me, I was like, there's things that God is saying I need to analyze about my life, about my lifestyle. And I'm nervous and I'm scared, but I know that I have to do those things. But also me, I'm like, well, they know QA is the party animal. Like they know me like that. Mm -hmm. so, you know, mm -hmm. Maybe they won't like the new Kile. Mm. I have to be okay with that because that's that. <laughs> I want y'all to know that this right here is a, a full, like, real moment. That's why I said it is one thing when you are having regular, regular conversation with regular people who are going through the transition and the transformation. In front of you, it is different because it is something that we're actively doing. And I understand exactly where you're coming from, like, because people have this perception of what it's supposed to look like or that you're supposed to be able to still be your old self, right? Because <laughs> that's exactly what it is, to be your old self, um, so that you don't have to change for them. So you don't make them uncomfortable because that's what it's about, right? Really, if, in, in our wanting to be better for what God has called us to be makes the people who are uncomfortable with, with us challenging them, not because of saying like, child, you live your life however you want to live your life, but because we're showing up differently, that they may be called to us too. That may be a part of your assignment is that you have to show up differently and be bold in you showing up differently so that the person who's hiding, the person who God's been pulling and saying, I need you to come out here. I need you to come out here. That's the person that is watching you saying, let me see if she's really going to do this or is she faking? And that's, that's the thing because <clears throat> when I go back to, you know, I grew up church or whatever. And my mom will always say, you know, certain things. Because when my mom first got saved, we couldn't do nothing. Like, we moved in with my mom and my stepdad um, after, you know, living with my grandparents. And, you know, my mom, she was newly saved. And she just was so strict. Everything was the, of the world. Everything was mm -hmm. working. And I remember, like, not being able to hang with certain people or certain relatives because my mom would say, <laughs> You know, they be doing all that smoking and drinking. They be listening to that worldly music. We not going there. And I'm like, yeah. I just want to hang with my cousins. And so the time that we did go, because my mom was, de uh, was developing a relationship with Christ. And I'm being, you know, a child. And I want to fit. I want to have fun with these people. Yeah, yeah. And my mom will always say, um, but you know the word of God. So, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I was just. And that just came back to me as an adult, like when you're hanging with certain people and you, you know, you may feel awkward. So that's just to say anybody that's listening to this is not an easy, it's not, it's never easy. And so even because people will be like, you shouldn't care about the opinions of others. I'm not caring about the opinions of others, but I do yeah. sometimes have that awkward feeling with myself because sometimes it makes you uncomfortable when you change and when you grow. So it's kind of like, I'm so used to doing this around this person now that I can't mm -hmm. get around this person, it feels weird for me. It feels awkward. But I know, the, like my mother used to tell me, I know the word of God. Yeah, and yeah, I know what yeah. God has me to do. So choose ye first, okay? Speak <laughs> yes, <first>. speak <laughs> ye first. Like, and it's, it, it is hard. So, yeah, that just checked me on, on the spot, girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, it, it, it checked it checked all of us, right? Like, because I think that um, one of the things that you were saying that made me, like, I understand that because I remember, like, one of the times early on and, you know, me going back to the Lord and saying, I'm, I'm going to do it differently this time, Jesus. I'm going to do it differently this time. Um, I remember either it was a friend or a family member that was like, we went somewhere and so she was like, um, can you even be here? You go to church. I was like, what does that even mean? I was so lost. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't understand what that, what that is. Because for me, it was like that one has nothing, not that it doesn't have, one has nothing to do with the other, but I'm like, I'm still a, I'm still a human person. And I think sometimes that's a misconception that, you know, especially in kind of like in our generation, like those who were over us was just like, you know, if it was worldly, it was bad. It was, it, it, God gives you choice, right? And how I show up in situations, I could be the light. 
Because that's what God asked you to be is the light. How are you going to be the light if everybody lit up around you? You got to go into some darkness. Can't nobody see you. So what if I decide to be the light in my friend group? What if I decide to be the light in my family? What if I decide to be the light in my job? What if I just, and the thing about it is people will like moth to a flame, right? They will come to you, right? And those people who are connected to you will gravitate towards you. When I started this journey, I was so nervous about saying um, it was from God, right? I was just like, you know, I'm doing this and this is it. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know because I was worried about what people were going to think. Were they going to think I was too churchy? Were they going to think that, you know, I now I'm a, a super Christian or whatever the case may be, all those negative connotations that people put on it. And I'm like, God had to check me in like, who are you doing this for? Are you doing this for other people or are you doing this for me? Because if you're doing it for me, it don't matter. I'm at the end of the day, I'm going to get the glory regardless. But how in the world are you not going to show up as your true? You can't show up as your true authentic self if you're not putting me in it because you know why you're here. You know why I have you in this place. You know why I gave it to you. And so when you recognize that and when we know that, it is literally like you're, again, like I said earlier, like it's, it's a level of disrespect when you, um, like, you know, you would like, this is this my house. Like, you're not about to you tell your kids, like, don't shut no doors in my house. Don't just that, all these things. Don't answer the door in my, like you, it's certain things that you're saying because you have given me the, the, he's facilitated the place and he's given me the platform and he's given me the vision and I'm giving this to you. And then I'm going to take it and be like, I'm going to just stick this in my pocket. And when I'm ready to use you, then you come out. No, that's not, that's not how he works. We, he ain't no trick. Trick bag. <laughs> ain't no trick bag. Ain't no a magician. Like, and that's why I, I tell, you know, because people, uh, people try to relate things to, like you said, when I changed, when I decided to, I didn't decide. God called me. God told me to change up what I was using my platform for. And mm-hmm. now the connections that I'm making that are aligned with what he has, what he has me on, what he has me doing makes sense. So yeah. God is going to provide everything you need to do what he's asked you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's so, it's so difficult because like, of course, when people see your wins or when people see the stuff going on, it's kind of like, Oh, I'm going to pray to God for that. Or I'm going to pray to God for this. And people sometimes try to make it like a magician thing or. Yeah. Yeah. Like God is just not materialistic things. Just understand that. So that's where it comes with the personal relationship. Like, like you said, God is not some, something you can just pull out your pocket. (laughs) He don't work like that. (laughs) He's everywhere. So it's like understanding that God, having that personal relationship with God is so important because like you understand like the struggles you don't understand anybody else's struggles but you like your own personal struggles you understand how he's brought you out and you understand why now i'm getting the things that you know i'm reaping the stuff that i that i've sown like Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's not an overnight scenario okay (laughs) it definitely is not and that and that is the reason why we say practice because it just it continues to be a thing because as even as we we've gone through this series um I, if I, I i definitely can say for me like when we did hearing i was like oh this i got this in the bag like i can do this trust was like eh. we get the submission i was like what but you know <laughs> you what? want me you want me to do what now i'm telling you <laughs> and it but it it, it this submission thing is, is something because I'm, I'm getting stumbled over my words this week and I'm, I'm pausing because things are going through my mind while we're having this conversation. It's kind of bugging me because I'm like, I want to get, I want to get it out. But like you said, with hearing, we was able to just talk. We was just going for it. Yeah. I am. But this week is kind of like, he's literally talking to me as we're talking. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, one second. Oh, one second. I'm trying. I'm God. I'm trying to just laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> but and the thing about it is, is that 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 is 
that you know, as I was doing this, I was like, I you know, before I get on, I pray and I'm like, Holy Spirit, just be in this space, whatever it is supposed to be. That's why when you was like, I don't know how I'm gonna say this word and you know what it is that I'm gonna be able to say, but that that in in that having to say no and that growth part and being and understanding that you will outgrow some things and some people is hard, right? Because every time you level up, there's some things that's gonna have to break off of you. And the more we get comfortable with that, and the thing about it is, is that the most successful people who are practicing it way more than we are, they go through the same process. Yes. It still have to eliminate. There's still going to be things because you, you, he wants more of you and like, well, he wants you to have more of him and less of yourself, but you have to, you got to break those things off. And so, you know, as we're wrapping up today, um, today, if y'all listen to this back, um, I got to share the testimony from last week. So, okay, go ahead. This is what I mean by the alignment of what God is doing. And like you said, breaking off those relationships or, you know, just understanding that those are things that are just not where I am today. So I got a testimony, y'all. So last week, of course, we talked about, um, you know, I went, I talked about some forgiveness issues and things yeah. like that. And as soon as we got out the live, maybe like 15, 20 minutes, Felicia sends me this video from oh, yeah. another group that she's in. And it's literally a message. Literally, God sent every single word, every single sentence, everything that I needed to hear in that moment. And I was on my way to Chick-fil-A and like trying to catch Chick-fil-A at 10 o'clock. And I was listening to it in the car. And it was just the timing of it all because... Had I had I been still in the house, the boys I would have got distracted. But being in the car going to Chick Fil A when you sent that, I was able to sit in that parking lot and listen to that whole fourteen minutes of that mm. of that sermon, and that is what I needed. And it literally brought me to tears. But it was like this is what is purposeful. This is what is intentional. So when yeah. you say that's real, like God did not place you in my life by accident god didn't yeah. you know have me reach out to you and you wanted me to reach out to me to be on that podcast by accident god didn't have us to keep this relationship going and he didn't align this by accident because and i'm thankful for that that's how much god cares about us like he's going to use whoever he can yes that he wants to get to us so i'm thankful for you sis and I'm thankful that God connected us. Like, I oh, yes. Testimony. Oh, yeah. When you think about, like, certain things, like, when you tell somebody that, it's kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be praying for you. You got this. Or, you know, they'll get, they'll get their opinion. But for somebody to literally go and, and send something like that and listen to, and be like, this is, listen, the whole thing is just, it was, or, you, the whole thing is ordained. <laughs> yes. And no, for real, because it was so crazy. Because as soon as we got off of this, I had maybe, it probably was like 15, 20 minutes that went by because I had small group every third, first and third Thursdays or whatever. So I literally had forgotten what we were supposed to be talking about because I've been so focused on this. And so we watched these little videos and I'm watching it and I'm legit in it like, are you serious right now? <laughs> like, are you for real about to just, like, and I was like, and so I just kept listening to it. And I was like, God, you play too much. Like, I was like, she literally said every single one of these words. And I was like, for, for a moment, I was like, ah, should I send this? Should I not send it? And I was just like, you know what? Let me just go ahead because it came to me. It was on my heart. And I sent it right in that moment. And I was like, however she take it outside, you know, like, I was like, I didn't want to, you know, overstep or whatever. But I was like, it, it was not by accident. I knew at that moment, I was like, it was not by accident that that specific conversation came That's up two different times. Like, in literally in two hours, I was like, yeah, okay, this is, okay, let me go and ahead and send it to her. You sent it so timely, so I'm glad you sent it because you sent it so timely, which put me in a position to be in a better place because that was Thursday. Father's Day was Sunday. Mm -hmm. and so, that I needed that word because I find myself, you know, most fathers day I have like this animosity, this, this, you know, hurtful feeling, whatever. And you sent that and that literally put me in a position that God needed me to be in for this father's day, 2021, which was, which was a blessing. And I felt, yeah. and I was able to celebrate, I was able to celebrate my husband. I was able to celebrate my stepfather. So it was just, it was God, God was all up in it. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, see, this is this is what happens when you know. I, at the start of this a couple of weeks ago, I told y'all I had this this saying on my wall that says, <laughs> "Obedience is my responsibility; outcome is God's." That is literally where this this series came from. The outcome of me being obedient had nothing. It was nothing but me just doing what God told me to do, and so not understanding that we cannot control the outcome. We do not know how it's going to affect people, what what life-changing things are going to happen. That's not our business, right? I am minding my bald-headed black <laughs> business over here, and I'm just going to keep being obedient. So, um, so I want to thank y'all for being with us every single week for the last three weeks. Next week is our very last week, and we will be talking about surrendering, okay? If y'all thought this was rough, watch out now okay <laughs> if i tell you that surrender thing about to be and that is that will that will wrap up this series of um, obedience is my responsibility i really do hope y'all uh getting something from this you can reach out to me or Keelay, you know follow us both um and you know y'all see how we all here we'll tell you the truth is it working this week is it not working this week we don't know <laughs> But we're just gonna try to continue to be obedient. That's 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 what we're doing over here. That's it. For sure. Yes. Thank you, Keelay. I will see you next week, sis. I'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye guys. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.